0: I love getting inside Tristan's hole.
1: Hi, Mystery. You and your friends travel through beautiful nature, encountering little, encountering little in terms of intelligent life or civilization. You ask your friends how they ended up in this land. They tell you that they already told you in three parts. They dubbed the Matrix, the Matrix Reloaded, and that third Matrix movie. Yeah. (laughs) Revelations. (laughs) Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, Yeah, you say. But how did you first come to this land? They tell you their stories. They are all similar in that the last thing they remember were lights in the sky. Must be time for another episode of Hot Mystery. Must be. (laughs) I'm Robert.
0: I'm glad you were as entertained by that as you were. I'm
1: Colin. (laughs) I'm Tristan.
0: Rob's dying dying laughing over here.
1: (laughs) Tristan and I are
0: just living life.
1: (laughs) If you can't make yourself laugh. Yeah, for sure. The comedy's too quick. Uh, so today we will be smoking weed as we do on this podcast. This is a podcast, in case you weren't aware. Uh, this is casting
2: like a, all those pods. Episode I feel like one ninety five. It's become more of like an immersive it.
0: art experience. Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: the ramblings of three crazy men in a bunker. Well, <laughs> in some ways. Uh, today I got a blunt here. It is uh, in the paradise high hemp the pineapple pear? No. Yeah, yeah. Is it's that what sounds like a, it better be. <laughs> so. um, it's a Gemini. Is the strain from source cannabis. It's indica dominant. Gemini. Uh, it was harvested May 27th of this year. Uh, packed July 14th of this year. And that's all the information I have I mean, on this strain.
0: A pretty good amount of information, I suppose. I've got this loud pack cannabis pre-roll. It's an indica starberry indica Ooh. uh yeah so it's got a gram in there uh doesn't have a thc rating or maybe it does there's lots of things to look at on here to <laughs> uh, be entertained for at least 10 minutes <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: that's all i got on there
1: nice
2: <laughs>
0: no thc number
2: uh i brought the this box of high supply, and it comes with seven pre rolls of half gram amount. This is an indica as well. So we all got some indica.
1: Mm.
2: Um, it's got 24.723 THC with a 0.082% sebde.
0: Wow. So you guys are
1: only my blunt will have my saliva on it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You- Filthy beast. <laughs> <laughs> I like this blunt because yeah. I am a filthy beast. Too. Do it. You
0: want
1: that? Uh, sure. It's
0: good for you. I mean, Make it's... sure you don't put the burning end down on the tablecloth.
1: Like Act do it. that every time.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing that could go wrong, really. Oh, I did want
2: to say quickly about this. Box of High Supply, it's, like, another one that's, like, you know, I feel, like, sustainably made with, like, cardboard, and it also has, like, uh, matches with it, so it's, like, that kind of, like, ready-to-go take with you wherever you forgot a lighter. No no worries, you're good.
0: Yeah, I like a good quality set of matches in there. All right. Well, today I brought
2: in a mystery. That's good. Otherwise, it would just be high. Yeah. <laughs> Man, oh, there are worse <laughs> The
1: mystery is we don't have a mystery. <laughs> Uh, today I will be talking about a presidential candidate's assassination. What?! God, give <laughs> me a fucking break! Yeah. Don't
2: worry, it's adjacent of the last one. Yeah. It's, it's not a continuation, oh, it's
1: adjacent.
0: Yeah. How is it not? It's, Welcome to JFK, part eight of seven. <laughs> it is kind of part eight of seven, but <laughs> yeah. it's only one part. See, I told you, Tristan, I would say it's more like it's a 7B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Sounds like like, an eighth part to me. Everybody's everybody's (laughs) clamoring for this episode. They wanted it. They wanted it. Who got shot? Uh, Robert Candy. Okay. Yeah. Also known as Bobby. Bobby.
0: (laughs) Obvious sort of capper to the... JFK series. It,
1: it won't be the last Kennedy I talk about. Okay, so there's another one who was assassinated. No, not assassinated. No. But there's another mystery. There's another Kennedy Kennedy's. mystery. Yes. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, you don't know about this one. Well, no. I guess not. We'll hear about it later when we talk about the Matrix again. Oh. oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Robert Kennedy was born on. November 20th, 1925. Prove it. We've seen his long-form birth certificate. Uh. He was a lawyer and politician, having served as the Attorney General from 1961 to 1964, and as a Senator from New York from 1965 until his death in 1968. Like his brother John, Robert served in the U.S. Navy Reserves from 1944 to 1946.
0: not oh, another like- neck boy. Is that like the same idea as Army Reserves, you go two weekends a month or whatever? Yeah,
1: it's uh, one weekend a month, two weeks a year. Um, okay, and
0: then if something really were to go down, they call you in.
1: Yeah, and uh, I guess shit was still going down in 1944, you know? Yeah. But 1946, sure. I think the war end, had definitely ended, at least for Germany. I don't know, we might have still been fighting... Japan. Uh, Who knows anything about history? (laughs) I'm pretty
0: sure at all in
1: forty-five, but... And, like his brother, John studied at Harvard. Robert managed his brother's successful campaign for Senate in 1952, and again managed his brother's successful campaign for president in 1960. That's nice of him.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he was basically like, yeah, yeah, I do this stuff in my sleep. Might as well do it for myself.
1: (laughs) He was appointed U.S. Attorney General at the age of 36, becoming the youngest attorney general in U.S. history since Alexander Hamilton. Mm, I don't know
0: that. That's kind of cool that yeah. him and his brother are both the two youngest in their position.
1: Yeah. Robert Kennedy is best known for advocating for civil rights and his fight against organized crime and the mafia. Get it. As well as his foreign policies with relation to Cuba. Also, you know, like
2: those are some people that if you make enemies out of, yeah, you don't want oh, enemies yeah. with enemies For sure, with those guys. I've yeah. noticed the mob
0: is a through line on <laughs> <Yeah>. uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> these assassinations. Um, as attorney general, he authorized the FBI to wiretap Martin Luther King Jr., as well as the Southern Christian Leadership Conference.
2: Why would he authorize that if he was
1: for? Uh, you know, human rights or whatever. That's a, that's a very good question. What did he authorize? It was a limited wiretap investigation of Martin Luther King Jr. He's like, yeah. look, that guy gives
2: great speeches.
1: I need to steal some some of his material. You wiretap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kennedy opposed U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War. And yeah. in 1968, Kennedy became a leading candidate for Democratic nomination for president. Yo. Yep. Shortly after winning the California primary around midnight on June 5th, 1968, Kennedy was mortally wounded when he was shot with a pistol by Sirhan Sirhan. Sirhan no Sirhan. Sirhan? Sirhan Sirhan?
0: No way. Yep. How can that be someone's name? <laughs> <laughs> This almost feels mean. <laughs> like, just name your kid the last name. I don't know. Just do the last name a second time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like People just, just call him Sir for sure. It's fine. Yeah. No matter. No wonder he had, like, a
1: bloodlust. <laughs> horrible name his whole life. They were doubling down on such a great name. Sirhad Sirhad. He was a 24-year-old Palestinian, um, allegedly in relation for... Oh, in retaliation for Kennedy's support of Israel following, following the 1967 Six-Day War.
0: Okay. I have a feeling you don't know the answer to this question. Oh, right. Is he Palestinian-born immigrant, or is he an American-Palestinian?
1: I didn't really want to look too much into his past. Sure. Yeah. It's just kind
0: of frustrating to me because I'm all, I would bet money he's an American-Palestinian. But they would never say that. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's just going to be labeled a Palestinian because that's all that mattered to the story. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Doesn't really yeah.
1: <laughs> <would matter, laughs> Not I entirely guess. sure. Might have come here as a baby. Yeah. Might have been born here. Might have been born somewhere else. It's just <laughs>
0: because, you know, also this is a, a unique assassin in this time period, I feel like, where it's a person of color. and Yeah. I don't know. I just... I have to question everything the media says or points at or tr- the way they treat him. Oh,
1: well, yeah. you question a lot more by the end of this. Sure. <laughs> but you know
0: what I mean? Like, the difference between how they portray a white assassin is very different and unfair. Sure. And, I don't know. I just wonder how racist is all this <laughs> going to be.
2: Anyway, continue. I mean, yeah. With all, like, news outlets, you got to, like... I recommend getting a few different sources and then triangulating your truth. Sure. You know, don't just read one article and be like, ha oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kennedy died 25 hours later. Uh, Sirhan was arrested, tried, and convicted. The end. So they <laughs> Wow, that's really uh, neat bow you, up, there. you guys. Just want to hang out for the next twenty minutes.
2: So they found evidence other than the fact that, like, he is of a descent that would not be happy with. Kennedy? Right. Is
0: there anything that showed like he was sympathizing with Palestine? Did he have stuff at home that proved that he was like working for <laughs> Palestine or? Well,
1: um, let's talk about what happened <laughs> if you guys really want to get into it. Let's talk about what happened on June 5th, 1960. We might as well. 1968. Yes. That's that's the day of the day. Yeah, it's just
0: I'm putting it in context for myself that it's like what how what's the math on that? Oh, it's a little over 50 years. Yeah, 53
1: 55 um, 53
2: 53 years yeah. Got it. And since till now, or since uh, his brother died, no, this is since, since Robert was assassinated, Since,
0: yeah. he okay. since Bobby can John was in 1963, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, November 22nd. So, this is <laughs> five
0: years after that, yes, five years later, five years, yeah,
1: okay, yeah, uh. Kennedy was in the ballroom at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles, California. Is he serving face? (laughs) (laughs) He was striking the pose. Not that kind of ballroom. (laughs) He was voguing in Los Angeles. Welcome to the stage of the House of Kennedy. (laughs) Move, 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 <laughs> become the president, become the president, become the president. <laughs> uh, he was in Los Angeles when news broke out that he had won California. No shit. Yeah. No, oh, they just... That's the Ambassador Hotel. Uh-huh. Uh, he gave a speech about whatever presidential candidates speak about. Probably he, about what he was hoping to do. Yeah, his platform, let's go. Yeah, I think he ended by saying, "Let's uh, let's win it in fucking Oregon or something like that." Okay. I think he added the fucking. Yeah, he's he, <laughs> known for his fucking. Yeah, yeah the little uh, man of the people. It, it, you know, it's the it's the primaries, so you're trying to figure out. Uh, you no,
0: basically no. can't watch his old speeches because it's just so much bleeping. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching an episode of The Osbournes. I mean,
1: he is from Massachusetts, so.
0: <laughs> they so, cuss a lot in Massachusetts Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> a fucking
1: wicked hat pizza. Okay. <laughs> I, I assume I've never yeah, really been All of Massachusetts, <laughs> all of
0: Massachusetts is Boston yeah, but I, I've only
1: been there for a, a week uh, when I was in high school That's okay. uh,
2: more than me, so There you
1: go, yeah. so I've got first-hand experience sure, about how much they cuss sure. <laughs> I remember, just a quick aside staying at a, a um, uh, we were in AFS, which we stayed with a family from another state and they their kids stayed with our family for a oh, week. AFS? And American Field Service. It was just to experience what it was like at a different school for a week. And it was really fucking awesome. But uh, one we of the kids was, that. Damn, Wife swap, but <laughs> yeah, yeah surely it surely is kid swap for a week.
0: You especially think Kentucky would be like a hot on that ticket, you know? I <laughs>
1: humble some California kids, right. <laughs> show the Kentucky
0: kids a little taste of what they'll never have. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that was a
2: plot to some Disney movies, right? Where like the California kid had to like transfer and was all set. Oh, yeah, of school. I
0: feel like for 10 years, like basically the 90s, it was all like. Whoa! This wacky guy from California. Yeah. He's <laughs> basically it's basically, <Yeah>. it's basically <laughs> footloose though. <Yeah. laughs> I mean,
1: you know. I mean, our senior year, we did go to Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oshkosh, Oshkosh. So, yeah. So that was like. Like your class. It was no. You you had to sign up for it, and you had oh. to actually like pay money to do it. Sure. Um, but I was lucky enough that my aunt putted that bill even though I was doing terrible in school thank you (laughs) you're not listening (laughs) who knows
0: knows? didn't you go to a family party and they were all cranking the latest episode legitimately
1: that we started in October I went to my family's in December they were listening to it and I was like how I don't promote this (laughs) Uh, The they were of, all just, they were all listening to it when I walked in. I was like, that's They got the a Bobby thing. Google
0: alert. Right. They
2: must. <laughs> now, were they all like hotboxing in the room? Because that would be next level. Right. <laughs> and, and no, they weren't. I, I already know the answer
0: to yeah. that question. <laughs> they, did, they did
1: start coming out of the uh, closet about, you know, smoking weed and stuff. I was nice. hearing, yes. hearing like some uncles being like, yeah, I smoke a little bit of that. I was like... I was in high school, you guys were giving me shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, that's how it works all the way
1: around, I right. feel like. At any rate, he left okay, the ballroom yeah. going through the kitchen after he was told it was a shortcut to a press room. He did this despite being advised by his bodyguard, former FBI agent Bill Barry to avoid the kitchen.
0: Uh, Did Bill Berry just say this after the fact? I told him. (laughs) Yeah, Bill, some things don't mean and I told you so. Okay?
2: Gosh. And he thought he was just trying to like keep him good on his diet or whatever. (laughs) Don't you go in the kitchen. Fuck this guy, man. Fuck your shit.
0: (laughs) Who knows? Maybe Robert had like habitually ran into the back kitchen to be like, just, he's like literally frying his own chicken
1: fingers, Making
0: some fries in the next basket over. You're not
1: making the chatter right. I'm terribly
0: hungry. <laughs> Democracy will wait.
1: <laughs> in a crowded kitchen passageway, Kennedy turned to his left to shake hands with a 17 year old busboy named Juan Romero, just as Sirhan Sirhan opened fire with a twenty-two caliber revolver.
0: You know what, I respect that that's the way he went out. Yeah. That is very tragic. Cause it's like, I don't know, in the 60s I feel like politicians didn't really do that that much. Mm -hmm. Cause I know even now today, I still see those pictures of like Barack Obama fist bumping his team. You know mm-hmm. the guys who were, like the janitors in the mm-hmm. White House, and you know the lowest ranks of the staff. He still has respect and mm-hmm. bad love for, and I don't know.
2: Well, yeah, it doesn't make you any less <laughs> of a person just because you're a janitor, like. Yeah,
0: exactly for sure. <laughs> but a lot of people don't think that way, unfortunately. Yeah,
1: that's her answer. On he's still shaking his hand when Kennedy got hit. Damn. Kennedy was hit three times. One bullet fired at near point-blank range enters behind his right ear. A second entered his right armpit. One exited from his chest, and the other lodged in the back of his neck. So how is it Sirhan Sirhan?
2: If he's shaking his hand in front of him, is he like...
0: I think he shoots him from behind,
1: right? Yeah, or to the right, because he's... Oh, okay. Yeah, he's stopped in the middle of the hallway to shake hands with this guy. He hits him from, uh, I guess, the right ear. So either.
2: he's
0: not shaking Sir Has Sir has he, no, 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 Robert
1: no, no, is no. shaking Sirhan Sirhan. Or, no, no, sorry.
0: <laughs> Robert's shaking the hand of the busboy. I yeah, thought yeah, it yeah, was yeah. the same. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. Sirhan right. Sirhan just happened to be nearby. Oh, I see. Yeah. And, yeah, so as Robert shakes hands with his right hand, I assume, Yeah. he gets hit. From, like, over there. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so where's
2: the mystery in this? The busboy was fine, by the way. Like, as no, if there's yeah, an exit wound from the chest.
1: Either. Not hit at all. Five other people were wounded. Uh, journalist George Plimpton, Olympian Rafer Johnson. Olympian? Oh, and wow. former professional football player Rosie Greer are credited with wrestling Sirhan to the ground after the senator was shot. So people saw him pull out a gun and shoot
2: him. Yeah. Like, there's not a doubt that it's this guy. Yes. It's definitely That's not the mystery. Yeah, the mystery
0: must come from motivation or who was really behind the assassination. I see. So how many shots did he fire in total, do you know? Well, his... Six people got shot, right?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Um, But he got hit three times.
1: Yes. Kennedy got hit three times. Everybody else that got hit... Survived their injuries. So they could have been
2: ricochet. Some of them could have been the same bullet that went through Yeah, Kennedy. potentially. Do we know how
1: many shots he fired? There is dispute on it. His oh, gun... Yeah. Of course there is. <laughs>
2: Well, because he was also going bang, 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 bang.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to tell which were bullet shots. You know,
1: fireworks were actually going off in the hallway at the Uh, time. Yes. And there was in the hallway. (laughs) There
0: was a clip from *Home Alone* playing. Yes.
1: (laughs) Filthy animals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know the one.
1: Uh Rob Schneider. As Kennedy lay mortally wounded, Juan Romero cradled his head and placed a rosary in his hand. Kennedy asked Romero, is everybody okay? And Romero responded, yes, everybody's okay. But
2: you, <laughs> right?
1: Kennedy turned away from Romero and said, everything's going to be okay. Several minutes after medical attendants arrived and lifted the center onto a stretcher, prompting Kennedy to whisper, don't lift me. Which were his last words as he lost consciousness shortly afterwards. Oh,
2: rough. Maybe he knew like there was something in the neck area, and so uh-huh. you know when they lifted him, maybe they like you're supposed to stabilize the head. Maybe they didn't. Do That's that. what
1: Juan Romero was doing. The busboy was the whole time. Just he was the only one with the president really when he was dying. Wow. Crazy, just seventeen-year-old busboy right there at the crux of history. What's that guy up to now? He died uh, shortly, a short time ago. Um, they talked about it. he was fifty-eight, and they, they had, there was like news articles about his, you know, remembering <clears throat> the incident and all that kind of stuff, and they interviewed him. So it was a long time afterwards. He's <clears> like,
2: <throat> I still carry those poop-ridden pants to this day. Oh God, that's
0: remembrance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On Sirhan at the time was a newspaper article in his pocket that was critical of Robert Kennedy's support for Israel. Um. A search of Sirhan's home was conducted shortly after his arrest where a diary was found that had, on May 19th, less than a month before the assassination, read, My determination to eliminate RFK is becoming more and more of an unshakable obsession. Mm. RFK must die. RFK must be killed. Robert F Kennedy must be assassinated. Robert F Kennedy must be assassinated before June fifth, nineteen sixty-eight. <laughs> why do we have a specific
0: timeline? And it was his handwriting and everything. Like, <laughs> yes, so,
1: I didn't get a like a you know they didn't do a hand print analysis. Was he
0: hoping to get it before his big Europe trip? <laughs> like why June fifth specifically?
1: Uh, I think it was the, like, one year anniversary of the, uh, whatever they called it, the six... Six-year war six-day war. Six-day war or something. Yeah, the six-day war. Yeah. Um. And he
0: just really cared about the six-day war, or, like, why did he pick that day?
1: Because he, yeah, he was critical that, uh, Robert F. Kennedy was in favor of it or something like that. Oh, okay. Maybe he lost, like, family there or something.
0: Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Because he's Palestinian, and I guess... uh, Well, I guess we'll talk about it later, why he was so critical of him, but... Sirhan said in an interview with David Frost while in prison, my only connection with Robert Kennedy was his sole support of Israel and his deliberate attempt to send those 50 bombers to Israel to obviously do harm to the Palestinians. That's why he was hidden. Sirhan was convicted of murder and sentenced to death, but in 1972 the sentence was commuted to life in prison with the possibility of parole, of which he has been denied 15 times and is still in prison despite his lawyers claiming that Sirhan was framed and that Sirhan has no memory of his crime Oh, he got, like, MK Ultra or something? Right?
0: Uh, it's an X2 situation where they're <laughs> dripping the green liquid on the back of his neck and burning a hole into his <laughs> neck. <laughs> well,
1: while I will say that Sirhan has no recollection of the assassination, um, he did go to a gun range earlier in the day of the assassination. Okay. Just his so, skills. I mean, essentially, like, he had to have, like, it shows evidence that he was at least going to attempt this. You know, he wanted to work on his aim and practice and... I mean, and, yeah, uh, but
0: I've been to a gun range. That doesn't mean I'm working on killing anybody. On the day of an
1: assassination that you're nearby? <laughs> you know, it's just saying... shooting someone? Yeah, right? Like, if you, if you go to a gun range the day of an assassination you happen to be privy to you yeah, you happen to be in on <laughs> to me
2: it's more like okay this guy we saw him shoot him and we saw him go to the shooting range so like it was premeditated it wasn't like he decided to do it that day
0: right i mean
1: like I if know this know. guy's going to the shooting range every day it wouldn't be crazy if this guy you know went to the shooting range a week before the shooting it wouldn't be so crazy but the day of <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know if you can tie those two together.
1: Sure, it doesn't cause... It's not causation.
0: I'd have to look back at my mock trial notes from high school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if just the fact that he went necessarily is evidence that anything happened. I agree with you in the fact that it's not evidence. Like, if people
2: didn't see him shoot someone and they were just saying, like, oh, well, he was at the shooting range, so it was him, then I could be like, no, 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 no. But the fact that people saw him, to me, it just says that, oh, it was premeditated. Right, sure.
1: I'd certainly hope that it's not one of those things where, like, they find out that Sir Han, you know, killed Robert Kennedy and somebody was like, I seen him at the shooting range earlier that day! You know, then it's like, well, I don't want to believe that guy. (laughs) He seems like he's jumping in on this. He's just trying to be part of the story.
2: Or is he being a good Samaritan? Right. You know, no one
0: knows. It's always our job to be speculative. Uh, Yeah. Well. (laughs) I can't help but wonder (laughs) if there was something else going on. Mm
1: -hmm. Let's get into the nitty gritty details that muddle this seemingly open and shut case. For sure. First filmmaker Shane O'Sullivan identified in. Oh yes, Shane O'Sullivan.
0: <laughs> oh, he's a good lad. Yeah, <laughs> love the O'Sullivans. Good family.
1: He identified <laughs> in film and photograph, uh, photographs of the event, three CIA members in attendance. Oh boy! David Morales, Gordon Campbell, and George uh, Johnites. Johnites. Sure. Yonitz. I think it's Janitis. (laughs) Janitis. I actually don't know. (laughs) However, many people have come forward claiming that Morales was not there, and that Campbell had actually died of a heart attack six years prior to the assassination. What?
0: (laughs) So the idea would be that he faked his death?
1: Leading many to believe that someone used Campbell's name as an alias. Oh.
0: (laughs) Plot thickens. Oh, is so, that the bald guy?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know which is which.
0: Yeah, these are just some guys yeah. from the '60s. For don't sure. Yeah, Whenever I, I typed
1: picture. in the thing, it showed these guys' picture. Once. Oh, so look down like, in the corner. It's
0: actually a Marlboro rat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Sullivan the took. The Rangers CIA uses. <laughs> <laughs> your secret no, service no, uses. uses. Which is was... CIA brand?
0: Smoke's a little faster, so you can catch more criminals. That's
1: right. <laughs> O'Sullivan took his identifications to the Los Angeles Police Department, whose files showed the men were actually Michael Roman and Frank Owens, who were Belova sales managers that happened to be attending the company's convention in the Ambassador at the time. So there
2: were just some random sales associates that were like, yo, let's go into this. Just pretend you're a fucking Secret Service, bro. <laughs> like,
1: right? I know well,
0: this CIA guy who died six years ago. We'll use his name. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> O'Sullivan claims that the Belo- the Belova Watch Company was a well-known CIA cover. <gasps> Can you
0: buy a Belova watch?
1: Oh, no. Belova watches are very expensive and just Easily the idea found. is yeah. that it is a company and everything
0: that just <laughs> used it as a cover. It'd be like
1: saying they're sales managers at Rolex. Yeah. And it's like, um, okay. It's like when
0: Austin <laughs> Powers made the evil corporation they were running Uh-oh. Starbucks. Starbucks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't even realize they were doing that in order to get advertising <laughs> for the movie. You know? Right. So really, who's being tricked in that whole scenario? I mean, that's, it's uh,
1: crazy how they, you know, Starbucks is paying them all this money to put them in there, and they turn around, put them in there and say they're an evil corporation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So it was really subliminal to us because we got advertised better than we ever could have thought. Second theory <laughs> is the always plausible second gunman theory. What? There was a second gunman. You never always. discovered what gunman. <laughs> Due to the location of Kennedy's wounds, it was unlikely that they could have all come from the same location. Based on Sirhan's location in regards to Kennedy, it is likely that the fatal shot had actually come from a second gunman. This theory was supported by Chief Medical Examiner and Coroner of Los Angeles, that Sirhan was not close enough to Kennedy and not facing the right direction to have been fired by Servon. Um, and the fatal one was the one in the neck? Uh, yeah, or the one behind the ear that might have exited out the neck. I'm not sure. Wait, you or said, maybe it was no. lodged in his brain. Or, yeah, I think it was you lodged in One brain. lodged in the neck and the yeah. other
0: one exited the chest.
1: Yeah. Could have been either of those. And one hit the right armpit or something. Yeah. Like I'm not sure. That's how not it a killing
0: shot. Uh.
1: Eyewitness John Pilger asserted his belief as recently as 2008 that there was a second gunman. Forensic <laughs> expert Philip Van Prague analyzed audio tape of the shooting and concluded that 13 shots were fired, which would have made it impossible for Sir Han to be the sole gunman as his pistol only held eight shots. Uh, that's one of those magic Hollywood uh, guns that never <laughs>
0: runs out of bullets. Is it possible they misidentified the pistol? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Sir Han did not have enough time to reload. Plus, shots were heard to be fat, too fast to have come from a single gun. Uh-huh. It's too rapid-firing. So, who could the second gunman have been? Who? Most common theory is that it was Thane Eugene Caesar, who was a security guard that despised Kennedy and supported his opponent, George Wallace. Oh. I mean,
0: hell of a reason to kill somebody. Uh, honestly, Excuse all you. I see is
2: darkness <laughs> and the red circle. That's
1: the, They're circling the hat. He's being blocked by somebody. He was wearing a policeman's hat. He was security. So well, that's the only photo of them together, but this was taken 15 minutes before the shootings gotcha so you know he was there he was there caesar was walking with kennedy at the time of his assassination and was carrying a 38 caliber revolver at the time which he claims was never fired however caesar did own a 22 caliber similar to sir hans and while he told investigators that he sold that pistol before the assassination it was later revealed that he sold the pistol three months after the oh, assassination. Oh ho, ho ho ho
0: What the walk you <laughs> huh? Oh,
1: oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 oh. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> Years later, Caesar would agree to take a polygraph of which he passed with flying colors. Polygraphs are
0: bullshit. Yeah. Easy to fool. <laughs> or
1: just eat. Easy to
2: misdiagnose. Sure. That's why they're not uh whatever viable evidence in court. Absolutely. Yeah, you I throw think, that shit
1: out of the court. As soon as you get it, you, say, <laughs> oh, you tell your lawyer, get that shit out of the court. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they only have like what, 76% reliability mm-hmm. or something it's like that? It's basically
2: a nervous test. Are, yeah. you, are you anxious? Oh, sure. Then, yeah, it's going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Lastly, there are witnesses that claim to have seen a woman in a polka dot dress exclaiming repeatedly, We killed him! Oh. before running away. A woman, the woman in the polka dot dress? What?
0: what is this picture.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily the woman in the polka dot dress or not. Just a woman in find... a polka
0: dot dress from <laughs> 1958. I could just, just find, like, <laughs> like a, a,
1: a woman in a polka dot dress in the video and photographic evidence of the scene of the crime or at the okay. convention. This is the only picture that showed up when I kept Googling it. For sure. And, like, I was like, well, it must be at least close to it. Hmm. But, uh, this theory is also supported by Sirhan himself. In interviews conducted with Sirhan, some of which under hypnosis... Uh-huh. He claims to have been seduced by this woman the night before the assassination, and that he was triggered when she pinched him on the shoulder, which sent him into rage mode, and believed himself to be at a firing range, and that he had no intention of killing Bobby Kennedy, nor had (laughs) any intention of being at the Ambassador Hotel.
2: So yeah, that works with the theory that he was MK Ultra, and that's his handler... And she goes in to, like, you know, give him the code pinch. Give him the pinch. Yeah, and, you know, that triggers
0: his... It's time. Give him the pinch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, that you know, that brings up a great question that you had in the very beginning of this whole thing is, like, was he born and raised here? Like, well, yeah. did they just know, like, oh, we have this uh, immigrant being raised here. We're going to, like... MK ultra him as a child
0: which they tend to do or even if he has absolutely nothing to do with it and he is just a, a scapegoat mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that that's always a possibility too i feel like it's more likely if he's just an immigrant in the wrong place at the wrong time but if he was like raised in the states then maybe who knows could be like the mk ultra thing
1: who's to say mm-hmm. Well, lastly, lastly, I will say. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, just one more lastly.
0: Because we are on part eight of (laughs) this Part series. (laughs) Uh,
1: Robert Kennedy's oldest son, RFK Jr., after months of investigating and even after talking with Sirhan himself, believes that his father was killed by a second gunman. Really? As does Schrade, the labor activist and one of the five people wounded in the attack now in his 90s, told reporters that he knows Servan didn't kill the presidential candidate and doesn't agree with the LAPD, who were sloppy in their investigation. And that is something both sides can agree with. (laughs) He believes that the LAPD wanted a quick conviction and refused to muddy the water by investigating the possibility of a second gunman.
0: I'm just picturing now, like, what the <laughs> sloppiest of sloppy police officers would be like. <laughs> He's just, like, picking up, uh, he goes and, like, pick up some evidence, but he accidentally just reaches into a potato chip bag. <laughs> <laughs> when he, like, puts his hand in some marshmallow fluff and then back in the potato chips. <laughs> he's just licking it off his finger, and you're like, can I have the evidence I requested? He <laughs> just, like, sticks it to his hand and like, hands yeah. it over to you. <laughs> he's, like, sneezing into his handful of, like, potato chip marshmallow fluff and just still eats it. <laughs> I
2: mean, I could definitely see him being hypnotized or seduced by this lady her giving him the code pinch but that's just again to make him the the apparent person like he's just the distraction if you will like you know how magicians are like hey look over here while i do something over here similar situation everyone's looking at him just like in front of everyone doing whatever and then the secret second shooter comes in and
0: Do we know? Are there people who were like, I saw Sirhan pick up the gun and fire?
1: I mean, his gun was empty. Whenever they tackled him to the ground, he was still trying to fire the gun, even though it was empty. Yeah. Um,
0: Have we discussed any possibilities of like another umbrella gun or something similar? Is there a chef's knife gun? Right. (laughs) Is there a, a crab pot That's Uh,
2: that's the chef hat gun, like like, giant chef
0: hat. The deep fryer is actually an auto turret. Uh,
1: (laughs) There was evidence of like multiple bullet holes in the walls, like two, like five bullet holes, which would account for more than eight shots or whatever the case. Oh, really? Yeah, because I mean, uh, three of the shots hit Kennedy, and I guess those bullets. Sorry, accounted for or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, you know, five other people were wounded. And, and then so, five shots in the wall. So, yeah, bullet holes are probably, or bullets are still in people or something, I huh. imagine. But...
0: um. I mean, it's funny because this gets relegated as, like, less important. It's, like, less dug into and stuff like that. But you could easily do seven parts on just this.
2: Well, yeah, because we never talked about really what the motive, like, if it was not this guy, like, why the second shooter is there to kill? Like, what was he doing that needed to be? Yeah, and I hope it's not just, like,
0: political intrigue, because, like, what a bummer to think people are killing each other in order to get into political office. Mm-hmm. That's not the checks and balances that Polybius dreamed of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're really educated podcast, if you guys want to know. <laughs>
1: well, I will say that um, the idea that, like, somebody could be <laughs> Ultrad or something like that was very big in the 60s. And you just don't see that anymore today. Like... I don't think anyone that commits a bunch of murders or something like that ever say they were MKUltra, yeah. that they were hypnotized into doing it. I don't know when the last one was, but it seemed like it was probably this one. Hmm. It just seems kind of weird that they're still not doing it if it was something. Or maybe those stories are just getting more like hushed and like they're... They're more efficient with their brainwashing?
0: Maybe. I mean, I know a lot of Marines who would say they were brainwashed into the killings they did.
1: I feel, I think there was even in an interview saying that somebody was like, the people that hypnotized him said it or that were, uh, he talking He was very easily them, hypnotized. It's that he was very easily susceptible and could very easily fall victim to whatever. Influence yeah. or whatever you want to We call had it. him clucking
2: like a chicken in like a
1: three count. <laughs> yeah. we're like three, <laughs> two. Oh, he's a chicken.
0: <laughs> We said biscuits and all of a sudden he was
1: a cat. (laughs) Yeah, but he still maintains that he has no recollection of it and you know, it's kind of strange because you know, when you're up for parole and he's up for parole every fucking like Like, you would try to think of some story or
2: something to help you out.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I
1: don't
0: know. Mm -hmm. I mean it's not like they'd take any sympathy on him if he went back on it and he was like, Okay. I admit it, I just killed him for Palestine, or whatever. <laughs> I don't think that it would get easier on him or anything. I mean,
2: if he was like, I wasn't alone, these people and, you know, sold out whoever, maybe they would be like, think about it, I
0: don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's the same. That's all the information I've got on the, uh, on the thing i the oh, thang. What are you doing for your uh, Patreon?
2: Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that, huh? <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> we got to
2: tease them. are going to get biblical up in here. Oh, if you like Ooh. Jesus, subscribe to our yeah, <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> we're going to drop some Jesus all up on us. If you were
0: really busy this week and didn't make it to Wednesday night service, this episode will surely take care of that itch.
2: Preach! <laughs> I mean, it gives Colin perfect a perfect chance for some gospel. Bring out some gospel music. Mm. Oh, I come come out for
0: that. I thought you were saying I was gonna get up there and And preach. Have you told yourself about the truth and the justice of the Lord? (laughs) (laughs) And start
2: shaking Rob's head. (laughs) Out, evil demon!
1: (laughs) You ask your friends if they knew where they were going, and they all just shrug their shoulders. You ask what they are hoping to find when they get to where they are going. And your long-haired friend just lifts his empty duffel bag and says, "Hopefully somewhere more, some, hopefully to some more weed because we're out."
2: Oh, no. record screech.
1: Yeah, your friend with dreadlocks says he's ex- he's as he's exhaling smoke. <laughs> Whew.
0: Rob, take a breath. <laughs> Get it. You got it. I'm
1: fucking right at the one-yard line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just drive it in. next week.
1: <laughs> what do you mean, Rob? We've still got this blunt going around. Your friend Uh, with glasses looks around in a panic and says, Did anyone see where that ogre ran off to? I don't know. We
0: wouldn't be friends with anyone with glasses, would we, Tristan? (laughs) I mean, we we do (laughs) discriminate pretty (laughs) hard.
1: We're laughing because it's not true. (laughs) We love our glasses. Rewind the (laughs) tape. That's all for this episode. Oh hi,
0: Mr. Ray. So did the friends just end up watching the Matrix trilogy again? You'll have to
1: stay tuned to the Patreon. Oh, man. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh shout out to our new Patreon, Brian. uh Brian. Yeah. Bri Dog, thank you. Brian, thank you. We will be uh Telling you a mystery here shortly. Bri-
0: s- Brian expressed some interest on a t shirt, and we're literally going to design one just for him. Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, not to say that we'll do that for everyone, but, but you said, <laughs> if you
2: got a good idea, let us know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Please.
0: And also, we like to do episodes that our fans suggest. So yeah. if you've got an idea, pass it along. Um, yeah. I do know
2: that he has our t shirt, one of them. So, like, send us a picture of you rocking the t
1: shirt. Yeah. You know, put it
2: up on the instas and stuff. Yeah. All right.
1: Thanks for listening. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash High Mystery, for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at High Mystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.